Welcome to the following presentation from Spider Sports Properties and Playfly Sports. And thanks for listening to Richmond Athletics on 1061 ESPN. It's lunchtime, a great time to talk spider football. This is Behind the Web with University of Richmond head coach Russ Huseman. Live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown. Today's show is brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Bryant Heating and Cooling, World of Beer, Lux Chevrolet, and... Virginia 529. Join in online anytime and be a part of the show with your questions and comments. Text 804-327-0888. Email behind the web at richmond.edu or on Twitter using Spider Voice at Richmond Athletics or at ESPN Richmond. Now, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black with Coach Huseman. This is Behind the Web, presented by the Brass Tap on 1061 ESPN Richmond and the Spiders Sports Network. Shotgun snap. He wants to throw again over the middle of the field. Pass is caught by DeGennaro. Another great ball by Snellsire. Very confident looking throw there. I mean, as soon as Snellsire got that football from the uh, on the snap in that shotgun position, I mean, he just flipped it and ripped it. He got it right to the gut. That was a beautiful play. Ryan Catanzarite will snap it. Aaron Tressler will hold it. Andrew Lopez will kick it. Snap back. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Andrew Lopez drills a 28-yard field goal. 46 seconds to go. The Spiders lead 20 to 19. Turned out to be as rewarding and gratifying a victory as the Richmond Spiders have had in quite some time and doing it on the road in a place where they haven't won in a decade with the wet, windy conditions and the injuries mounting. The Spiders come out of Stony Brook with a 20 to 19 victory. Welcome to Behind the Web from the Brass Tap here at Libby Mill Midtown along with Coach Russ Huseman. I'm Bob Black, our special player guest coming up in a little bit senior captain offensive lineman ryan cole will join us and we will certainly recap the victory for the spiders saturday plus preview family weekend this saturday at robin stadium two o'clock against the hampton pirates a couple of fans came up to you coach usman before we came on the air and said hey heard your post-game radio interview and you sounded as happy and giddy as we've heard it a long time after a regular season win, and I think that pretty much exuded the way you felt about that victory, did it not? Yeah, uh, Judy Bope said I was giddy. Um, that <laughs> She's not even listening to the radio show here. She's talking. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I've never been called giddy before, but uh, I was pretty happy and pleased with uh, – with our team's effort and, you know, to overcome a lot of different things during the course of that game and to somehow get it done uh, was was huge. On the road, in the weather conditions, uh, it, it was pretty tough. So um, proud of our guys, and, and that was a pretty re- rewarding win. Absolutely. I'd kind of like to go in reverse order 
and speak about that last drive to start with. 11 plays, 57 yards, five and a half minutes. You've got your third string quarterback engineering this drive downfield to get into field goal range. Turned out to be basically a chip shot field goal. The elements obviously made it a harder kick than it normally would be from 28 yards. And Russ, the other thing I really liked about that drive, the offense was never in a third down situation until the, the until the end where you had to kick the field goal and you wanted to be. But they were able to convert plays, move the chains on first and second down where they never had the pressure of having to connect on a third down play. Yeah, you're right. Um, it was huge. And Ashton to a couple really uh, a couple good throws in there. I heard uh, heard Jazz on there uh, describing one of them. He did look confident. Uh, Jazz was exactly right. Um, you know, stuck one in there to Connor Devaney for a first down and then to uh, Nick DeGenera for a first down. And then Savon popped the run. Uh, down the sideline there and at that point in time when he popped the run you know I was just kind of calculating how many seconds we could get off the clock uh, until we were going to kick a field going I had a lot of confidence that Andrew Lopez was going to uh, rip it through tell us about and who Ashton Snellsire is because I think until Saturday most of us had not either uttered his name or heard his name well, Ashton, um, you know, came here. He's a redshirt freshman, and, um, you know, he, he's got a lot of ability. We knew he had some talent. Um, he throws a good ball, uh, really bright, uh, knows the offense. You know, but the the one thing is that, that um, you know, it gets tough because he signaled the whole week in practice. He didn't get one rep in practice. You can't rep three guys, and we're repping two. And, um, you know, he signaled all practice, but he's, he, he, he knew what to do. Um, he knew what the offense was supposed to do. And on that last drive, he showed it. You know, he had the one bad throw, obviously. Should have never went there. We, we you know, I, we never go to that guy, uh, you, you know. But he went out there, and, and, uh, but he came back, brought us back, and uh, got us in the field goal range. And, and won a game. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned he's the guy who signals and is on the headset. I was talking with Winston October yesterday, and he said the same thing you did. He didn't get any physical reps, but the fact that he hears everything on every offensive play, at least mentally, he had the wherewithal to know how to do it, even though he hadn't done it yet. Yeah, he's he's a bright, bright young man and um, a hard worker. You know, we uh, we've liked him from day one. Um, you know, he's he's a walk on, and uh, and uh, so you know he came here to University of Richmond to play football, but also to get a great degree. And uh, you know, I know his family probably sacrifices a lot just to have him come to school here. And uh, so um, I'm I'm so happy for him, uh, but. You know, you know, he we knew he threw a good ball. Uh, he's athletic, so we felt really good about him uh, going in there and, and knew he would know what to do and execute what to do. All right, let's go back now. Let's kind of tell this story of how it wound up as Ashton Stelsire at quarterback, and let's go back to pregame when a lot of us, including players and coaches probably, were a little bit blindsided that there was no Kyle Wickersham. Can you kind of take us through the timetable and how you guys handled that? Yeah, he practiced Friday morning, and we get on the plane, 
and didn't know much about it. I think he went and saw Joe maybe at, at evening treatments, uh, you know, up there in Stony Brook, and said, hey, and then Joe gave him a little ice, but ne- nobody's mentioned anything about it. Um, <clears throat> got up and came out to the field or came to the, the um, to Stony Brook uh, to start to get ready. And, and um, matter of fact, I was talking to Kyle's dad outside the locker room and uh, just tell him, hey, we're proud of him. He had a really good game last week. We expect big things today. And, and um I go walking out there with the specialists, and uh, Winston comes up to me and says, hey, it doesn't look like uh, Kyle's going to be able to go today. And uh, he came out and tested. He couldn't throw. Um, you know, he, we knew right away when he walked out there and threw some that he wasn't going to be able to go. And, and so Jackson knew at that point in time he was going. And, uh, um, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't think we'd get to our third guy, but uh, – you know, when Jackson got hurt right before the half, there, then it was then it was Ashton's turn. And um, you know, defensively we kept it close, played pretty good on defense, got some stops, got some turnovers. So uh, proud of our defense, keep us in that thing, and then found a way at the end to get it down the field. How would you evaluate Jackson Hardy coming in as the starter with uh, obviously some reps during the week, but very little notice that he was going to start the game? Unfortunate injury to him right before halftime. And I know you've already announced that he's out for this week. Yeah, I mean, Jackson, you know, everybody says, well, he threw three interceptions. And two of them weren't his fault. Um, Two, a wide receiver ran the wrong route. We had a guy wide open. Uh, you might have remember Jerry Garcia had his guy beat by four or five steps, and that's where he was going. And we had a wide out actually run a post right to where Jerry was. And the guy that ran the post, that his defender made the interception. So not Jackson's fault on that one. Uh, and then the other one, he actually was throwing. We had a double move to Nick down the sideline, and probably people didn't see that one. And Jackson was throwing out there. And Nick was open on that one. He got hit, and the ball kind of floated out over the middle of the field, and, and they picked that one off. So, you know, again, everybody kind of, you know, a lot of people say, well, Jackson, man, he's just throwing interception. No, Jackson, for the most part, did a pretty good job. The one pick wasn't good, but um, – you know, he ran the ball hard. He got us some first downs. And uh, he was going in the right spot, both those. And they both would have been big plays. And, and, and now we all, everybody just says, well, Jackson's throwing interceptions. And, and that's not the case. And unfortunately, came up with that injury. And as you said, out this week. But obviously expect that he'll be back as the season unfolds. Yeah, he started, uh, you know, he's starting to do some of the protocol stuff. And, uh, yeah, he'll miss this week and then be probably ready next week. All right. Um, you mentioned Nick DeGenero. Uh I think he has really stepped up, hasn't he, Coach? I mean, he had four catches, 86 yards, the 56-yarder for the touchdown in the Stony Brook game, and he is your number one receiver, I mean, by every look at it on the stat sheet and on the field. You know, he kind of bided his time with the other three guys last year, and now he's stepping up and making all those plays. Yeah, you say by his time, he had 55 yeah, catches, catches last, last year. year. I mean, Which I don't put know. him fourth on know. the team. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's Biden your time or not. <laughs> 55. Most people would, uh, would kill for that. 55 yep. catches. Yep. But you're right. Uh, <laughs> we never considered him the fourth guy uh, ever. I mean, he, he was a go-to guy. 
um, last year, no question about that. And, and it's the same way this year. He's he's doing a fantastic job, and his you know yards after catch is huge. And sometimes people don't realize you know how much he how much he's getting after he catches the football. Even on the one catch he had on the last drive, there you know he catches that thing four or five yards and gets to ten yards for the first down. And uh, so. He's playing really well for us. All right. How about the other injuries that came out of that game and how you handled that as the game went along? Eventually, you wound up with two redshirt freshmen on your offensive line. I know Parker Mitchell had been playing anyway, but he's a redshirt freshman. And Trey Gray comes in, and he's a redshirt freshman. And then you had to make some changes defensively. You know, Xander goes out. Other things happen. Just, you know, how you were able to kind of keep it all together. Well, um, actually, you know, Trey Gay came in and played, and, and you say he's a redshirt freshman, and he is, but um, we we knew both him and Parker Mitchell were going to be really good players for us, and we, we fortunately we redshirted both those guys, but they all got in. Both of them got into four games last year, so um, so they had some experience coming in, got a lot of confidence in Trey Gray. Um, he'll start this week at left tackle with Gavin being out. Uh, Gavin's not a long-term situation, so hopefully we get him back pretty quickly. Uh, Kate Salyers went down, but he'll, he'll be out for the season. Um, Will he be back? Will he be back He's got year? a medical redshirt, yeah, and I grabbed him on the bench the other day and, and told him he's coming back. I, I'm not even <laughs> sure if I gave him a, a – um, a choice. choice. Apparently, Ryan Cole did the same thing because he just yeah. looked over and looked at him. He's not. He's like, he's coming back, coach. <laughs> so, so we got you know. So he'll come back and he'll come back healthy. Um, you know, Xander losing him early because he's been playing so well. And then we already had Jeremiah Grant out. Cam Bird came in and did a really, really nice job. Um, and we've always thought Cam's going to be an excellent player. And he's he's gotten some snaps in, e- even though. You know, even when Jeremiah and Xander were both healthy, so uh, this this was not his first experience out there, and and we just we think he's going to be a really good player uh, moving forward. So, you know, we survived next man up, um, and somehow got it done with the injuries, and uh, so uh, you know we we just got to keep we got to stay healthy. Um, we can't afford many more, obviously, and then we got to get some of these guys coming back healthy and uh you know bryson parker will get back this week which is good xander will be back this week uh so you know we're getting some guys back uh and but it's it's like that all over the country i mean it it doesn't make any difference where you're playing who you are that's the way it is all over the country all right last one for this segment and on the stony brook game and then the aforementioned uh big fellow ryan cole is going to join us up here at the head table um how were the elements i mean how do you think you guys handled the rain and particularly the wind and the fact that it was such a close game coming down the stretch and not only are you battling the opponent but you're battling the elements as well yeah um the rain wasn't bad it was misty probably the whole game but that's never you know the the rain shouldn't be a factor uh it was a sacramento state uh, you know we went we we at sacramento state they only get only let us use 12 balls and and they had the ball boys and, and i think they were dipping ours in the bucket in the second half uh to be honest with you because they were a little waterlogged and and uh, chris williams who's our equipment guy fantastic uh one of the best i've ever been around um 
you know, he, he was in the locker room when I was talking to the officials, and we asked the officials, how many balls can we give you? And the official said, as many as you want. Just keep, just keep them dry, it, just in case it rained hard. And it didn't. And uh, we had our own ball boys there, and uh, they kept the bag and kept them dry. So the rain was not the issue. Uh, it was the wind. The wind was tough now. And you could see, you know, their guy punted into the wind, uh, I think, four times, and he had actually two 20-yard punts out of the four. Trussler punted into the wind most of the time, and Trussler would get his anywhere 33, 35. So it was a little different. Now, the guy was with the wind and had three pooch punts and, and pinned them down there pretty good for yeah. Stony Brook, which really put us behind the eight ball there. But, uh, um, you know, I, I knew it, it, it would affect the kicking game for sure. Um, and, then, and then obviously throwing the ball, it, it can affect it. But it was gusted. In the second half, I mean, it was really windy and it was really gusting bad. Again, all the reasons why this was such a rewarding and gratifying victory for the Spiders. Saturday at Stony Brook, winning at 22-19. Let's take a break. When we come back, we just mentioned him. He's here today. Ryan Cole is going to join us. We'll talk about what playing in all those elements is like for a big old offensive lineman and how they got it done on Saturday uh, for the Spiders. We'll do that. When we come back, we're at uh, the Brass Tap behind the web. It's our weekly coaches show. We're here every Thursday from noon to one. Appreciate everybody who's here today. If you couldn't make it this afternoon get here next week when we're back again back after the break with ryan cole on 1061 espn buying a vehicle is like buying a house many aspects of the purchase can lead to questions fortunately lux chevrolet in ashland has 100 years of experience to help their customers buy their next chevy or used vehicle they combine a modern interactive website luxchevrolet.com with old school customer service to make the entire process easy so don't buy from some online startup Put your trust with Lux Chevrolet in Ashland, 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com. You're a local dealer with worldly experience. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. With tons of televisions, the Brass Tap's the best place to watch your favorite team, and the Brass Tap has great food and cold drinks to enjoy while you catch the game. Join Richmond Spiderhead football coach Russ Huseman and Bob Black every Thursday during football season at our Richmond location at Libby Mill Midtown from noon to one for Behind the Web as they talk spider football and break down upcoming matchups. Enjoy signature Brass Tap classic pizzas all day Thursday for just $10. The Brass Tap, great times, well-crafted. Attention Spiders fans, do you want a chance for your child to be the kickoff kid at the Richmond Spiders football game versus Elon on November 11th? Included in this awesome opportunity are four tickets, four field passes, and one parking pass to the game. Enter for your chance to go on the field and have your child retrieve the kickoff tee at www.richmondspiders.com forward slash VA529 kickoff kid. Brought to you by Virginia 529, the official college savings plan of the Richmond Spiders. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. 
And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. The pandemic is over, but COVID-19 is here to stay. In fact, it's still among the top five leading causes of death in the U.S., just after heart disease and cancer. So this fall, stay up to date with the latest COVID-19 vaccines, just like you do with the flu, because you've got no time for 19. The vaccine may not be for everyone. Please consult with your doctor. Brought to you by Moderna. The timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web, live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown on 1061 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network. At the Stony Brook 32, first and 10. Savon Smith to the left of Ashton Snellsire. Shotgun snap. Smith takes the handoff, dances to the outside, cuts it back to the inside, to the 20, to the 15, dragging tacklers with him all the way down to the 12-yard line. First and 10, Richmond, Savon Smith going over 100 yards today. Where did he go? Oh, back to that right side with his big captain over there, Ryan Cole, and his buddies leading the way. Again, tremendous running. Man, I tell you, Savon Smith, man, I feel like he's getting stronger as this game mm-hmm. goes on. Savon Smith finished up with 106 yards and a touchdown on 22 carries. And I love that when we can talk about the big old hogs up front and we can talk about them in a positive sense. I feel guilty all the time, Ryan Cole, who's our guest, that you only get mentioned when you get that rare, infrequent, badly called holding penalty. And we mention your name. In this case, Jasmine was all over it, and it wasn't the only time that we mentioned you and the guys up front on Saturday. Thanks for being with us. Congrats on a, on a great victory Saturday. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, what was it like out there um, Saturday? And look, I mean, in the elements and all of that, you guys probably love that stuff. But 195 yards rushing for the Spider offense. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll definitely take that. We've been uh, struggling a little bit, I think, up front to get the ball moving on the ground. So it was nice to finally, you know, see a positive change there. Um, I mean, we know going into it, rain game, bad weather conditions, we're going to have to run the ball. So. I think we got it done, and we were pretty pretty excited for that. What were you seeing and kind of hearing from Savon? Because it did seem like he got stronger as the game went on, uh, proof in, in obviously to the last play down there, that 20-yard run that set up the field goal. Yeah, uh, I mean, there was times where we would come off the field, somebody might have missed a block, he made the wrong cut, whatever happened. I said, look, just trust it. Just keep trusting it. And, you know, when he broke that one on the outside zone, he – he came up after and he was, he said, you know, I, I trusted and I saw you guys and I just went with it. So um, I think it's good, you know, that he, he came up and he knew that we were going to do our thing for him. And when he trusted it, it worked. So. What kind of feeling is that for offensive linemen when you get your running back 100-plus yards? Oh, I, I mean, we didn't even know at first, but um, it is, it's a good feeling. He came up after the game, shook all of our hands, said thank you, basically. So, you know, he respects us for it, too. He should have brought all you guys here to the brass tap today and <laughs> bought him lunch, right? To thank yeah. him for opening up all those holes, right? He could have. Uh, <laughs> no. Not, not happening? <laughs> no. Not, not, not happening. All right. Now, what was it like as guys went down? And as I said, maybe I'm making too big a deal out of it because, as Coach said, they're really good players. You know they're going to be good players moving forward. They got into some games last year. Parker Mitchell's been playing anyway. Mm-hmm. But you had offensive linemen going down, and you and Tom Elia kind of held the fort for the most part. Uh, what was that like for you guys on the offensive line? 
Uh, I think Coach Ross really did a good job staying calm in the moment. Um, you know, if he started freaking out, it probably could have gone a different way. But uh, <laughs> we just put the next guys up, and, you know, we were ready. Scott, he's already gotten some playing time. He was he was able to just jump right in um, wherever we needed him to go. And then, yeah, like Trey, Trey came in. Gabe got some reps. Um, they're both going to play, and so it's better that they get in sooner than later. And I think they both stepped up and did a good job. So. Did uh, this group become even more your favorite group after their performance Saturday, Coach? Uh, no, they've always been the favorite. <laughs> I know so, they've been I the mean, favorite. You can't be more favorite. I mean, they just... move further ahead than the rest of the nah, groups. No, I like my specialists. Oh, now. they're catching up? <laughs> yeah, my specialists. I like them a lot. <laughs> but to speak to what they did, I know we talked about it in the first segment, to have leaders like Ryan Cole and Tom Ilya particularly that have played a ton of football for us. Well, 195 yards against a real good defense. Yeah. I mean, Stony Brook's pretty stout. They had good players up front, good linebackers. Um, you know, get a 195 against that group uh, says a lot, so I was really proud of them. All right, Ryan, take us through uh, the guy behind you as opposed to the guys alongside of you. Uh, when did you know about the quarterback change, and, and how did you guys kind of kind of handle that? Uh, I think it was about 10 minutes before I went out. <laughs> I think Tom looked at me and said, hey, uh, Kyle's out. And I was like, what do you mean he's out? <laughs> and he said, he, he can't go today. Jackson's in. I said, cool. Jackson came over, and I said, hey, just play football, you know. He went to Greater Atlantic Christian, and uh, he was a good player there in high school, and he won a lot of games. I said, you know how to win. Just go play football. And so uh, that's what he did until he couldn't. All right, then what did you say to Ashton Snellsire at halftime when he was coming in? Uh, I don't even know if I gave him any pep talk. I think it was just like, let's go. Just keep it rolling, whatever we have to do. Too many so. pep talks in one game is, is too many pep talks. <laughs> it is. Uh, but what is the difference there, Ryan? Or is, is there a difference? We were talking about it a little bit yesterday with Coach October. Is there a difference? In, and Tom Elia, actually. Is there a difference in the way they handle the huddle when you do that? Is there a cadence difference? So just take us kind of through that in, in protecting and blocking for your quarterback? Uh, I mean, one, we want to make sure they feel comfortable back there, especially the guys, the less reps they've had. You know, you don't want pressure on them. Uh, and I think overall we did a pretty good job keeping the quarterbacks clean this game. Um, the cadence, it can vary a little bit just in the tone and stuff. So, you know, we Jackson's is a little different than Kyle's, and we were made sure we had communicated that, hey, lock into the cadence before. Hmm. Um, so there is little stuff, but for the most part, you know, you just want to make them feel comfortable. Neither guy is taking a ton of reps, um, so we want them to feel as good as they can back there and let them get a chance to get the ball out. And then also just let them know that, like, you, you can make mistakes. Like, get, you got to give yourself room to make mistakes if you want to play loose and not play uptight. Mm. So it's going to happen. Things aren't going to go right, and, you know, you got to be able to handle it. Boy, that sounds like a veteran leader, Russ, right there uh, in Ryan Cole and the things he was trying to impart upon those young quarterbacks, huh? He's a smart young man. I, uh, he, he's been one of my favorites for five years now, and uh, love seeing him in the building every day and, and uh, just a tremendous individual. So um, <clears throat> great leader, too. Obviously voted captain by our team, so – uh, awful proud of him. Brian, how much have you embraced that role? It seems like you have very well by the way you're telling us what happened Saturday about being one of those leaders and knowing that you can impart some of that experience on the younger guys. Yeah, I mean, I like to, you know, try to build confidence among the young players whenever I can. Um, you know, with Parker, it kind of started with him uh, trying to take him under my wing when he was even last year before he knew he was going to play. I had talked to him a bunch of times and said, hey, get ready, like, 
you never know when your chance is coming and you're you're like the next guy up you know you're you're good enough to play and then this year it happened and i said look we talked about this already Mm. so um i don't know just taking on that kind of role making sure everybody's ready to go Coach, is that really important to those guys that they hear it from somebody other than the coaches, that they hear a lot from the coaches, from Coach Ross, from you, that it's amongst themselves that they kind of kind of hear what Ryan's talking about? Especially on the offensive line. Yeah. I mean, that, that is a different group. I mean, it's, it's the, the cohesiveness. Um, the 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 friendships that they build, the bond that they get together. I mean, it's 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 on them, and I think they take that upon themselves. Now, Coach Ross does a great job, no question about that. But I think these guys take it upon themselves to go above and beyond anything that's asked of them, whether it's during the season, during game week, whatever it is. And and uh, that's that's why I like them so much because, you know, I walk down that room down there and just peek my head, and they're, they're, they'll all be in there. And uh, um, what was it the time that uh, you guys were all in there and coaching each other up and Coach Ross he had, had to go to a funeral? funeral. Yeah. yeah, Coach Ross had to go to a funeral. Uh, what was that, during camp? Mm-hmm. And I walk down there, and they're in there, they're in the room, and they're lined up, and they're locked in, and they're got the clicker going, and and I just walked back out, shut the door, and said, "These guys are good to go, man." But that's what they're all about, right there. How else are you doing that, Ryan? Like Coach talked about, and we've heard you guys when we've had you on this show before talking about you know dinners together and hanging out. There. How else is is this group kind of bonding together? Uh, I mean, yeah, just like Coach is saying, we have a standard in the room that Coach Ross has set and the players before us have set for a while. So, you know, when, when Coach has to leave, you know, we don't, we don't really need another coach to come coach us. We, the older guys, uh, that's our part of our role is just take over where the Coach left off and uh, run the meeting how we need to run it. Uh, we know there's not going to be messing around, like, just because our coach is gone. You know, some, some people might think that's like a free day to have fun without a coach, but that's not, that's not our standard. Um, and, yeah, just, just staying together outside. Like you said, we got the uh, offensive line dinner. That's actually tonight. Every Thursday we go together. Um, Where y'all go? Uh, Texas Roadhouse. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. <coughs> got, a, a got a good deal with them. So, um, yeah, just doing the little things together, it, it keeps us locked in. Yeah, not having the coach there. It's like the substitute teacher exactly, in elementary yeah. school oh, yeah. where you think you can mess around. Yeah. But that's not happening in that offensive uh, lineman room. From you put our room. wide receivers in a room without a coach, and it could be, <laughs> could all, be bad, huh? everything going nuts. <laughs> put these guys in a room, man, they get stuff done. They do. That's why you, they're your favorite. Yep. That's one of the reasons why they're your favorite. Um, how impactful was that game to win, Ryan? You know the history. The guys know the history. Yep. Some, have been, some of you have been there for some of it. It's been a decade since we've won up there. It's been a tough place. How how impactful, how significant was it to come out of there with a one-point win? Yeah, it was huge. I think some people look at, you know, Stony Brook's record, and they don't give them a lot of credit. Um, and they say, oh, you guys only came out one point in that game. And, you know, we're thinking we haven't won there in 10 years. We're on our third-string quarterback. Two offensive line go down. Like, we need that win however we can get it. So, I mean – when that game was over, it was probably one of the most relieving wins I've gotten in a long time. You know, I gave Coach Ross a big hug after him. We were just we were happy to get out of there with a win. We needed it. So it sounds like you were giddy, like Coach Huseman was giddy, according to Judy's Judy Boat comment. She's listening now, Coach. Have you ever seen me giddy? No, sir. <laughs>
<laughs> she heard well, you, you were giddy, giddy though, weren't you? <laughs> I was happy. Good. You should be. You deserve yeah. it. You should be. All right. Let's take a break. We're about halfway through behind the web from the brass tap. Ryan Cole's going to stick around with us for another segment. If you've got questions or comments for either Coach Usman or Ryan, 804-327-0888. Text them our way or shoot us an email uh, behind the web at richmond.edu. Second half of today's program coming up after the break on the Home of the Spiders, 106.1 ESPN. It doesn't need to be new to be everything you dreamed of. It just needs to be Audi certified pre-owned. Backed by Audi expertise and numerous benefits, an Audi certified pre-owned vehicle delivers superior value. Audi Richmond has a wonderful selection of certified pre-owned Audi models, all backed by the Audi pre-owned warranty and Audi 24-hour roadside assistance. Find your match at AudiRVA.com and see if you don't agree. An Audi certified pre-owned is everything you dreamed of. Audi Richmond, a Magna Society award winner. Hello, this is Randy with South Park Carpet and Flooring. Why is South Park Carpet and Flooring the best place to buy flooring? Because right now we're running our September Super Sale. You're going to get up to $5 off a square yard on in-stock carpet and vinyl and up to $0.50 a square foot off our in-stock luxury vinyl plank. Buy your flooring today and choose to have it installed between now and the end of the year. South Park Carpet and Flooring will save you both money and time. To schedule your free in-home estimate, visit southparkcarpet.com or come by and See us at 1217 Boulevard in Colonial Heights. We've teamed up with Bryant Heating and Cooling for a special enter to win opportunity at all Spider football home games this season. One winner per game will receive four tickets and exclusive access to the climate controlled Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort Suite at Robin Stadium. Each winner will also receive a $100 concessions voucher, a dedicated comfort concierge, and get to watch the game from the comfort of indoor seating. Visit BryantCoolsRichmond.com and enter to win today. Bryant Heating and Cooling, whatever it takes. It's game on at World of Beer Bar and Kitchen in Short Pump. Head to World of Beer Bar and Kitchen in Short Pump for all NFL and college football games. And enjoy happy hour all day on Thursdays, as well as weekend brunch. With 40 plus beers on tap, 350 more in the cooler, and a full food and cocktail menu. World of Beer Bar and Kitchen is your football watch party destination. Buying a vehicle is like buying a house. Many aspects of the purchase can lead to questions. Fortunately, Lux Chevrolet in Ashland has 100 years of experience to help their customers buy their next Chevy or used vehicle. They combine a modern, interactive website at LuxChevrolet.com with old-school customer service to make the entire process easy. So don't buy from some online startup. Put your trust with Lux Chevrolet in Ashland, 804-798-9261 or online at LuxChevrolet.com. You're a local dealer with worldly experience. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. Let's get back to the show. Behind the web, live from the Brass Tap at Libbyville Midtown. Once again, here's Bob Black on the Spider Sports Network and 1061 ESPN. Savon Smith at running back now. Takes the handoff, goes right, comes right up the middle of the field to the 20. Sheds a tackle at the 10. Five touchdown. Savon Smith takes it in from 36 yards out, and the Spiders take the lead. Yeah, that right offensive, uh, right side of the offensive line there created a really nice running lane 
and he was able to, to, to squirt through. Of course, the captain, Ryan Cole, leading the way over there on that right side. Well, this will be an awkward question for you, Ryan. But how good a game did you have Saturday? I mean, it seemed like every time Savon ran the ball, Jasmine was singing the praises of Ryan Cole. How good a game did you have? Uh, I played all right. I wouldn't say it was anything special. I'll take the praise on the um, from the broadcast booth. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff I need to work on, we need to work on as O-line. Um, we're always looking to improve, obviously. It sounds cliche to say it, but uh, I had some plays, too, that I, you know, that weren't good enough to my standards. So, you know, I'll take the good ones, but I definitely got to fix the bad ones. Is he being a little modest, Coach? I mean, I think they probably graded out pretty well, didn't they? They, 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 all, are, they all did a nice job. Yeah. I mean, they, like I said, it, it wasn't easy. Uh, they were playing against a really good front seven there, and uh, – I mean, again, to rush like that, uh, I think uh, we gave up uh, a sack maybe. I don't even know. I did we give up a sack? One. Yeah, we gave up one. Yeah, yeah. one or two. And statistically, two on the stat sheet. Yeah. I don't know that I remember them. It for was, only six yards, too. I mean, I don't think it was any on, like, drop back passes. Yeah. I think there was a rollout. That's right. right yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so, I mean, again, protect, protect, protecting protection. quarterback running the football, I mean, uh, that's a good day's work. Hey, that's a great point, Ryan. The first two weeks of the year uh, probably didn't go the way you guys wanted them to with a dozen quarterback sacks from game one and game two. How did you guys kind of attack that both, you know, in that offensive line room and also on the practice field to, to shore that up the way you have? Uh, I mean, we just looked at what we were doing wrong. Um, you know, obviously, we, we credit ourselves on being focused and being a good group like that. So when stuff started to fall apart, you know, we kind of came back to the, the basics of what we're doing, you know, reevaluating ourselves as a group. And a lot of people, you know, started off talking about how we had this veteran line and we weren't living up to the, the standard of it. And we didn't like that at all. Um, we weren't giving Kyle time when he was playing. And then when the quarterback switch started happening, you know, we know we knew we needed to give them time for sure. Um, so we just, you know, started from the ground up, footwork, eyes, everything in our protection had to be cleaned up, and I think we got it done last week. Uh, you have shuttled back and forth between guard and, and tackle. Can you kind of take our audience and folks here today about the challenges that presents for an offensive lineman and then how it can actually help you moving forward to have that versatility? Yeah, uh, I would say when I started flipping around, you know, my second, third year here, it, it kind of made me nervous at first. Um, it's definitely different. I don't think people understand the, the difference from guard to tackle as far as, like, the distance between you and the defender. is a whole different ball game. Um, so at first I kind of I, – I, I won't say I hated it, but, it, you know, I didn't love it. And then I came to realize it made me a better player uh, as far as seeing what's going on with the whole play. Uh, a bunch of different things and then obviously like you said for future it can help to be versatile i think i've played four now out of the five positions the only place i haven't played is center um so that can't hurt me <laughs> and you've even played the other position also, even a yeah. little further off of the line of scrimmage which is tight end if we go all the way back to your first couple of years i guess if we had had a couple more injuries at tight end maybe you would have moved him back over there russ hope that now right happen. now we went four wide without moving oh, him he <laughs> wouldn't have moved yeah. him back to tight end Nah, even if he had like tugged on you and said, I, I can do it i play tight end he he probably could i know he can catch it and i mean i, I guarantee he can catch it We've he can run yeah. uh he's a good athlete people don't realize he can do a lot of different things uh uh, that, that you know that they know I took actually took him to play golf and uh he's a good golfer man so uh, 
What did you see in him in his younger days that, you know, you, Coach Ross, said, hey, we can move him around a little bit and still be just as successful? You know, I, I, I don't really know because I'm not uh, as involved in mm-hmm. where he puts people and how he manages the offensive line. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm really not in, at that involved there. So maybe he could give you some insight into, you know, how he, Coach Ross wants to handle it. We want him to stay at guard right now. I mean, if at all possible, uh, and get him settled in there and just let him go play. And, and is, is my, Am I right by saying that? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, there's been a lot of flipping around. So um, if I could settle into one position, guard would be nice. I think Coach Ross likes having me in the middle for the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bigger than some of the guards we've had. So you keeping me inside with the run game, that's what he told me at least in camp. Um, but wherever we need to have people play is kind of what I'm doing. So so what's your advice now to a younger offensive lineman maybe who comes along and coaches start doing that and say, hey, let's try a tackle, let's try a guard. What kind of advice will you give to them having been through it? Uh, just say trust it. Trust the process. You know, it's easy to get discouraged when you're jumping around. You start to make mistakes because, you, you know, you're going from both sides of the line. It can get a little confusing at times. But um, once you learn it and just start playing football, you know, it makes you a better player overall. I think it – Coach Ross used to tell me all the time, stop stop worrying about where you're going to play because that's all I was worried about. Where am I going to play? Which side am I going to be on? Guard, tackle? He's like, I don't know where you're going to play, so stop worrying about it and just play football. <laughs> Could have been so, tight end still. Yeah. Would you I love it? Would you like to go back to tight end? Now's your chance to kind of – you know, you got the head coach's ears right If I here. could drop 40 pounds and come back as a tight end, I would. <laughs> I don't think we want you to do that. No. <laughs> I think we like it just the way you are, and I think the NFL will like you just the way you are. Um, how difficult is that not to be thinking about that Yeah, I mean – I haven't been playing good enough anyway, so I need to just keep on <laughs> keep on trying to win with our team. Uh, we've had these meetings. Me and Coach Ross have had these meetings before. You know, it can't be something I'm looking forward to in the future because we got a lot on our plate right now. Um, we, we got a goal of winning a ring this year, and so that's going to come whenever it comes. And now is not really the time. Has that been kind of a lifelong aspiration, dream, for you, I mean, can you think back to how young you were when you really legitimately started thinking about that? Yeah, I think the day I started playing football, it was my goal was to go as far as I could with it. Um, I mean, obviously, it was step by step. When I was in high school, it was if I could get a scholarship, I, I could get a car. I made that deal with my parents. And, then, uh, <laughs> and when I got a scholarship, I pulled that letter out that I wrote when I was like, I think 11 years old, I wrote it, and my dad had signed it. And I pulled it out, and he's, he wasn't very happy that I kept it the whole time. <laughs> did you get the car? I did, yeah. Right. He lived up to he it. He lived up to it. Yeah. That's great. That, so. that, that's a great story. All right, what's next for this Spider football team? you got another CAA game this weekend against Hampton that looks to be vastly improved from the team we saw a year ago. I know you take them one at a time, but you do have back-to-back home games. You don't have to get on an airplane. You don't have to get on a bus the next couple of weeks and try and keep, keep building this momentum and stack up some victories. Yeah, I think uh, – just cleaning everything up we want to run the ball efficiently and pass the ball efficiently so we can't be a you know one time or other every game like one game we threw the ball i think two weeks ago we threw the ball pretty well and last week we ran it pretty well we got to put it together uh we can't give up the sacks that's got to be over with we got to leave that in the first two games Mm -hmm. and uh keep on moving forward as a unit you know there's a lot of moving around going on so just keep coming together we don't know what the lineup's going to be each week so um is that a challenge i mean 
We don't necessarily know who the quarterback's going to be. We wouldn't say even if we did know on Thursday who the quarterback's going to be. But how you guys as an offense kind of approach that? Uh, I mean, it's, we just got to do our thing. I don't think it, it really doesn't matter to us who, who's behind us. Um, we have the same goal at the end of the day. If it's Kyle, we want to keep Kyle clean. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> just because they're a young guy or an old guy, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, we want to keep him clean. We want to give him the time he needs. And we didn't do that the first couple of weeks, so we want to put it all together. And unfortunately, you're going to do that moving forward without Gavin Lamp. Coach mentioned that in the first segment, and we saw you over there uh, nodding your head that, yeah, he's, he's coming back. What have those conversations been like with him? And, you know, how do you kind of keep up his spirits? Uh, I mean, I think Gavin, I don't know where he's at right now, but I think he's pretty close to playing. Um, so hopefully we get him back soon. Obviously with Cade, that, that's season what I mean. ending. Yep. Yep. Um, I live with both of them. So oh. we, have, we have all a line house, me, Cade, Tom, and <laughs> Gavin. So I'm with them a lot. Uh, I hate it for Cade. I really do. He's worked really hard. Um, he's played a lot of football for Richmond. Uh, but I think he'll be back. We'll hear from him himself and see what he says. But mm-hmm. I'm optimistic. Um, and, you know, we like to give Tom a little crap, too. You know, he has another year if he really wanted it. Ah. So, you know, maybe the boys stay together for another year. We'll see. That would be really cool. You started laughing when you heard they were all living together, didn't you, Russ? <laughs> no, I knew they were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Put a smile but, on your face. Yeah, Tom and uh, Kate, if they don't come back, I'm running them over with my car. <laughs> so they need to know that. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so tell them I said that, would you please? <laughs> All right. Uh, but after this season, I'll run them over. Right. We need them for yeah, the next I'm not going to run them over until <laughs> no, after no, the season. No. We don't need any more injuries in any way, shape, or form on or off the field. Uh, Ryan, great stuff. Congrats on the win last week and all you and the offensive linemen are doing. And let's keep it rolling and uh, go enjoy lunch. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Ryan Thanks, Cole. Ryan. Ryan Cole, Spider Senior Captain with us on Behind the Web. We'll take a timeout. Got some questions for Coach Usman. 804-327-0888 if you want to text them. Behind the Web at Richmond edu if you want to email them we'll get to all of that and a preview of hampton coming up at robin stadium two o'clock saturday afternoon on family weekend all of that in our final segment next on 1061 espn World of Beer is proud to be the official host location of the Behind the Web Radio Show. Join Richmond Head Men's Basketball Coach Chris Mooney, Bob Black, and special guests on Monday nights as they break down the latest game and preview the next matchup. All Richmond Spider fans are welcome, so head to World of Beer at 11,600 West Broad Street every Monday night from 6 to 7 p.m. for Burger Monday and enjoy the classic burger for only $5.95. World of Beer also has over 250 craft beers, a wide selection of spirits, a fully loaded food menu, and more. Eat, drink, and explore at World of Beer in Short Pump. Searching for your next set of wheels? Get pre-qualified at CarMax and see your personalized monthly payment for any of our cars with no impact to your credit score. Because CarMax has made it as easy as a Sunday drive to get your financing options with a shopping experience tailored to you. So you can get the car that's right for you and right for your budget. Get started at CarMax.com and compare your options in just a few easy clicks. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax, that's car buying, Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. 
Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/primetime and use code PRIMETIME. That's code PRIMETIME at prizepicks.com/primetime for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. We've teamed up with Bryant Heating and Cooling, the official heating and cooling partner of the Spiders, for a special enter-to-win opportunity at all Spiders men's basketball home games this season. One winner per game will receive two tickets to sit courtside at the Robbins Center, plus one parking pass. Each winner will also receive access to the tip-off club during pregame and halftime for complimentary food and drinks. Get in the game and visit richmondspiders.com slash Bryant Courtside and enter to win today. Bryant Heating and Cooling, whatever it takes. With tons of televisions, the Brass Tap's the best place to watch your favorite team and the Brass Tap is great food and cold drinks to enjoy while you catch the game. Join Richmond Spiderhead football coach Russ Huseman and Bob Black every Thursday during football season at our Richmond location at Libby Mill Midtown from noon to one for Behind the Web as they talk spider football and break down upcoming matchups. Enjoy a signature Brass Tap Classic pizzas all day Thursday for just $10. The Brass Tap. Great times. Well crafted. Keeping you up to date with Richmond football. This is Behind the Web Live from the Brass Tap at Libby Mill Midtown on 1061 ESPN. This is the Spider Sports Network. A final segment of uh, Behind the Web for a Thursday afternoon from the Brass Tap. Uh, appreciate everybody who's come out. We had a lot of our administrators are here today, so they've had a good time and they've enjoyed lunch. And a lot of our fans get an opportunity to say hello to them if you're here as well. And if you couldn't make it today, come on back next Thursday and every Thursday the rest of the way in the college football season or any day here at the Brass Tap. They've got great specials uh, pretty much every day of the week, both food and drink specials here at the Brass Tap, whether it's lunch, dinner, or later in the evening as well located here at libby mill midtown right off of staples mill road not too far uh from west broad street as well all right i, li- I like this place yeah <laughs> i'm glad you do i this do is a too. good place the food is excellent yeah our servers have been really good right yeah I mean, great place so uh if you haven't coach has this favorite drink that he likes here at the brass tap and everywhere that we've been right and they're making it just the way you like it yeah, well, I, I, it's the uh, it's an Arnold Palmer, right, but I don't Arnold want Palmer. half lemonade in there because I'm trying to watch my weight. So, um, so I just tell them, give me a splash of lemonade in there, and, and they've done it. And my guy does it. He does. Nick yep. does a great job with that iced tea, unsweet iced tea, and a splash of lemonade. That's going to be the there Russ Huseman moving forward, not the Arnold Palmer. There you go. Hey, yeah, let's get it going. There's your NIL right there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's get some questions in. I got a couple of handwritten questions from our guy Larry over here. I got, hey, Coach, you got to get on Ivan a little bit. I mean, he's asking all the hard-hitting questions today. Who's hurt? Who's going to be back? Who's the quarterback going to be? How can well, we, we already talked about the injury we situation. Uh, quarterback, we don't know. We'll know. Maybe tomorrow, uh, where we are with that. Well, that would so be- sorry, Ivan, can't help you. <laughs> that would be plenty more time than you had last week with the quarterback situation when you had about yeah, you're right. 45 minutes or so before, before kickoff. And Ivan does want to know about Hampton, and we'll get to that in just a moment. We'll finish up with a little bit of a scouting report uh, on Hampton. Uh, all right, from Larry, uh, he wanted to know if you or Coach Wood or any of the coaches give the officials a heads-up 
when you run the type of block PAT that you ran uh, that was so successful on Saturday and how you went about it, considering, for those of you who saw the Virginia game, the penalty they got for leaping over the line of scrimmage on Friday night? Well, if you're within a yard of the line of scrimmage, you can do anything you want. You go through, go over, around. You just can't hit the center before his head comes up. That's basically it. So no matter what happens, I mean, however, you know, we, we try to get guys coming off the edge. We try to get them coming, you know, between and the end there. And we do a lot of different things. Um, so, but obviously what UVA did was uh, egregious. I mean, you cannot run and jump, uh, whether you jumped over the center, jumped over a guard, you cannot take a running start and jump um, over the line. Or, you know, so obviously that was pretty obviously to, obvious to call. But you can do anything you want. When, when you're one yard from the line of scrimmage, you can do anything you want. All right, let me tell you one step further because the guy who did it on that play also had at least one, if not two, really good plays on kick coverage, special teams, and that's this freshman that you keep talking glowingly about, and that's Matthew Trainer, who I know you're going to limit to four games. I almost wonder how hard the temptation is to not just go ahead and play him. Uh, well, yeah, he Matt Matt's really really good. Um, you know he's. He could be. He really could be playing a position for us this year. We're trying to redshirt him. Um, it'd be very easy just to say, "All right, we're going to play you some," you know. But I mean, for him and for us in the future, I mean, you you have to redshirt as many people as possible. Uh, so we're getting him four games, and we put him on every special team, other than uh, we haven't put him on kickoff return yet. Uh, and probably, you know. When the next time we play him, we probably will. But huh. um, you know, he plays a lot of them and does a great job and uh, uh, just great energy. Uh, just going to be, I, I mean, just a fantastic football player for us yeah. down uh, the road. Already is on special teams, that's for sure. All right, Larry's other question, what changed at halftime that seemed to ignite Savon Smith or open up rushing lanes for Savon Smith? You know, I'm not real sure. Um you know, obviously the first run he had, you know, we got him to the next level. And, and when you can get Savon to the next level, obviously good things are going to happen. Um, you know, in the second one, he bounced it pretty nice. We had it pr- blocked up pretty good, and he bounced it and, and got 20 on that one. So, you know, that was probably 60 of the yards um, that he had. But, um you know, if we somehow can get Savon out in the open field on secondary players, linebackers, he's got a legit chance. And, you know, I think Jasmine made the observation. It seemed like he got better and stronger as the game went along. Yes? I mean, I don't know. Um, he's had good runs at the end. I yeah, guess. I mean, really? he ran the ball really well. Yep. Uh, so. I, you know, I, I'm not sure. Maybe we just blocked a little bit yeah, better. Right, maybe. twenty. You get carries. stronger when they block yes, better, you do. don't you? And you get faster, too. Probably. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you just run to daylight. Um, and I'm sure we'll see more of that coming up this Saturday. Against Hampton, let's get that little scouting report on the on the Hampton Pirates, Coach. They they come in at 2-1. and one. Uh, They've won uh, really 
rivalry games, to be honest with you. Grambling State to start the year. They won that game they called the Battle of the Real HU, Hampton University, Howard University. They rallied from 17 down to win that one. Their only loss was uh, to Norfolk State by, by a touchdown. Uh, what are you seeing from this team that's different and better than the team that the Spiders beat at Hampton last year? Well, they got uh, up front. Defensively, they're they're pretty big up front. Uh, they got a tremendous linebacker uh, who's an all-conference guy. Uh, they're they're pretty long in the secondary. I think they can run well on defense. Offensively, they're pretty athletic up front, um, and uh, they got two really great running backs. And I think they're leading the league in rushing maybe this year, or maybe first or second. Uh, those backs are really good and. Uh, Quarterback's a dual threat guy, uh, so we got to be really uh, conscientious of him, not only on quarterback designed runs, but on scrambles. We can't let him get out. Um, and so, you know, I, you know, they 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 got a good football team, and they're, they're way better than they were last year. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll be tested this week. Uh, they are leading the league in rushing, as a matter <laughs> yeah, of fact. 200, right 254 yards a game, and they're tied for third in rushing touchdowns uh, per game uh, on the season with eight through their first three games. I think you'd made the comment maybe on the CAA teleconference or with us, you know, the quarterback is a dual threat guy and he's a big guy. So he's not the easiest guy in the world to bring down, right? Yeah, so, you know, he, when you're big – it is tougher when he gets in the open field, you know, one guy to bring him down. And that makes quarterback design runs, you know, more valuable for him. P- pretty similar to us with Kyle. Yeah. You know, the quarterback design runs really are, are something that's positive there. And I think that's what, you know, they don't run him a lot, um, but they do run him in certain situations. And I think he can th- – th- what scares me more than just the quarterback run plays are, are the scrambles, you know, when they, you know, when they spread you out. And then, and then all of a sudden you got your coverage all over the place, and, and now he finds a seam and goes. That's, that's what scares you. They are actually coming off of their bye week after just the first three games of the season. Does that challenge you at all from a preparation standpoint that, look, they've had 14 days. They're probably going to put some things in that you haven't seen on tape. Um, it may be. I think some people do. Um, maybe tweak and add um but but i think when you're that early in the season i think it's it's all about you and and all right how can we get our guys better when we get into an um you know when you get into a um off week earlier in the season you know that's a time to just refocus regroup all right now let's get back to fundamentals because sometimes when you get in a game you know the fundamentals you don't have as much time to practice them and so again i they could either say all right they're not going to change their offense or defense but you're right there could be a wrinkle or two in there that uh you know they may you know and they've they've had a little bit longer time to study us Mm -hmm. too so um I think having a, a bye week is an advantage, uh, whether you know uh, whether people believe it or not. I do think it's an advantage, plus to heal up a little bit too. Got to be about as late as you can have had a bye week for us this time around, huh? Pretty yes, not as bad as Stony Brook. Stony Brook's is the last week of the season, wow. so they don't really get a bye week. Uh, so 
I'm not complaining one bit. It's fine where it is. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Coach, good stuff again today. Glad we're back at home for the next couple of weeks with Hampton this Saturday, and then we'll wrap that one up and preview Maine uh, next week. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Bob. That's Spider Head Coach Russ Huseman. Thanks to our special player guest today, Ryan Cole, Spider Captain, offensive lineman. Appreciate him being here today. And everybody who's been in the restaurant with us, hope you'll come back, bring your friends next week. Again, each and every Thursday from noon to 1 at the Brass Tap for Behind the Web. Robert on location, thank you. AJ in our ESPN Richmond studio, thank you for pushing all the buttons. See you at Robin Stadium Saturday for Family Weekend. 2 o'clock kickoff against the Hampton Pirates and then back here next Thursday with the next edition of Behind the Web. You've been listening to Behind the Web from World of Beer Bar and Kitchen, 11,600 West Broad Street, featuring head men's basketball coach Chris Mooney. Tonight's show has been brought to you by CarMax, Lux Chevrolet, Bryant Heating and Cooling, Cornerstone Partners Co-Star Group and Bon Secours Health System, and by Cabell Childress Group. Join us throughout the college basketball season for Behind the Web, presented by World of Beer in Short Pump. Thanks for listening and stay in touch with Richmond Athletics on the flagship station of the Spider Sports Network, ESPN Richmond. Executive producer Mitchell Bradley. This has been a presentation of Playfly Sports in association with Richmond Sports Properties.